This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. All right, we're going to transition to our word service today. In our first slide, we'll be coming out of John 2 and 1. Reading from the King James Version. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. As you're looking for John 2 and 1, amen, let me set this scripture, this passage of scripture up for you. Amen. In the previous chapter, chapter 1, Jesus on one day had gotten, uh, had gathered some disciples like Peter and Andrew. And on the second day, he had uh, received Nathaniel as a disciple. Hallelujah. And with this in mind, we now see what occurs on the third day, which some scholars estimate that he might have had around five of the 12 by this point. Amen. And obviously, this is the account of Jesus at the wedding of Cana. All right. Hallelujah. Here we go with the reading of God's holy word. And it says, on the third day, there was a marriage in Cana, of Galilee. Galilee is the northern portion of Israel at this time. And the mother of Jesus was there. Now some scholars surmise that this wedding was a wedding of one of Mary's relatives. Okay. And this is why Jesus was there. And uh, because of the small community, there may have been a connection, a relative connection between uh, one of the uh, apostles, one of the 12 at that time, which was only five, excuse me, and one of the people getting married here. All right. And it says, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. Now, Jesus here with his very presence is validating or authenticating marriage between a man and a woman. And when they wanted wine, and when they wanted wine, so there was wine served at this wedding. Amen. Hallelujah. It is not a sin to drink wine. Hallelujah. The scripture says, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. We don't want an excess of anything. Hallelujah. In this case, wine. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Next slide, please. Next verse. Verse 4 says, And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Now, scholars tell us Jesus' use of this word woman, amen, uh, was akin to what we might say. He might have said, Ma'am or Madam, what do you want with me? Amen. Hallelujah. He was saying basically, Hallelujah, I, I, as he's about to say, I got to do whatever the Father leads me to do. I can't just do it based on your human leading amen hallelujah glory to god some other scholars surmise that jesus was in fact being led of the spirit at this time all right glory to god and jesus said to him woman what have i to do with thee he said mine hour is not yet come his mother saith unto the servants whoever saith unto you do do it whatsoever he saith unto you do it and there were set six water pots of stone all right, these water pots, hallelujah, were between uh, 18 and 27 gallons each. Amen. And they were made of stone. We know scripturally there's a lot of places where stone signifies the law. There were six water pots. Six is the number of man. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Man falls short of perfection. Amen. Six. Hallelujah. God's number of seven is perfection. Amen. So we have the law. Hallelujah. Symbolized by the stone. And we have six which symbolize man or, ma or imperfection. And there were. Uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me read again. Hallelujah. And there were set six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins a piece amen so that's the 27 18 to 27 gallons of water next slide next verse please verse 7 says and jesus saith unto them fill the water pots with water and they were filled and and they filled them up to the brim so man in his efforts will always try to do the will of god he filled he filled it up with, uh these water pots with water man's self-efforts to achieve God's will. And he saith unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom and saith unto him, Every man that beginning every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worst, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. Here Jesus is demonstrating, hallelujah, himself to be God, where he turns water into wine. His first miracle, amen, hallelujah, he turns water into wine, which is symbolic of life and celebration. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He came to bring life and celebration on the scene. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where man could not, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, makes up the difference being God. Next slide, please. Next verse, verse 11 is our last verse for this first part here. It says, this beginning of miracles, this beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Next slide for our title. Hallelujah. This is the beginning of miracles. Saints, I'm here to declare that this is the beginning of miracles. It was for Christ at that time. Hallelujah. And it is for us now. Hallelujah. I was waiting to hear for, from God what he wanted to talk about this week. And I kept hearing miracles. I just kept hearing miracles. And I'm not one given to Hallelujah, special effects and uh, all kind of floaty stuff that we as Christians could get, in, uh, get into sometimes, amen. But I kept hearing miracles, hallelujah, glory to God. And he brought this scripture to mind, hallelujah. And just like I said, as it was the beginning of miracles for Jesus, hallelujah, it is the miracle See, beginning of miracles for the Living Waters Christian Center. This is the last Sunday of September. Hallelujah. In this year, breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. And Jesus is declaring this is the beginning of miracles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, we as human beings, we can't plan for a miracle. We can only live our lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And go about our daily, hallelujah, comings and goings. Amen. Hallelujah. But it takes Hallelujah. We're, we're kind of like those guys filling up those water pots. Hallelujah. With water. Amen. Hallelujah. We, we, we're doing the best we can, but that's not enough. It's going to take Jesus.
to come on top of what we're doing in our everyday efforts, hallelujah, to bring about the miracles, hallelujah, glory to God. So I'm here to declare to you prophetically, amen, hallelujah, for those of you joining us online, this is the beginning of miracles we've done all we can do we've come to church amen we're praising god we're saved we're doing our part but now we got to look to god to make up the difference amen and bring about the miracles hallelujah my job's not going to make me rich my job's not going to bring about a miracle amen yet i have to go to work hallelujah it's not for me to sit home all day and watch tv i got to go to work On top of what I'm doing, Jesus is going to add, hallelujah, his miraculous power. Hallelujah. On top of what you're doing, Jesus is going to add his miraculous power. Hallelujah. This is the beginning of miracles. Hallelujah. 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 Let's pray. Father God, we come before in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you and bless you for today, Lord God. And now, Father God, we need a word from you. And Father God, I've done all I can do, and this task is far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Feed your people today. Fill your people today. Fill me today to overflowing like never before. Bring that life and celebration in all of our lives. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We bless you. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. This is the beginning of miracles. Saints, this has been known, as I've been saying over and over again, we've been known as a word church. Hallelujah. And the word has set the foundation. We have a better understanding of our Bible. We have a better uh, Christ-centered perspective of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And this was a good foundation to build on. Amen. But off of this foundation, hallelujah, now... God wants to introduce miracles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My religious experience, amen, hallelujah, uh, through my mother, amen, and her going to the Massapequa Tabernacle, that there were miracles each and every service. Someone got healed, delivered, set free, financial breakthrough, every service. This is what I was introduced to as a six-year-old boy. And God did that for a reason introducing it to me early so I could understand that the possibilities were there, that, the, that, that God wanted to move on the behalf of his people. Hallelujah. And he wants to bring that uh, back around again. This time we are built on the foundation of the word. Hallelujah. So that we have some stability. All right. So that we're not floaty and that we're not... Uh, uh, out of line with God's word or that we don't get sh uh, become a, 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 a strutting peacock or, or, or a show off. But that we're grounded by the word. And now he wants to add the miraculous component as we look to execute the vision that he's given us. Amen. Hallelujah. But let's start by understanding what is a miracle. All right. Next slide, please. What is a miracle? What is a miracle? All right, next slide after that. Let's look at our definition here. A miracle, according to BibleHub.com, is a Greek word which the 
New Testament was originally written in that we just read from John uh, chapter 2. And it's a word pronounced Samion. And Samion means a sign, an indication, a mark, a token. It is a sign typically miraculous. It gives especially to confirm. It's given especially to confirm, corroborate, or authenticate. Sabion is a sign, then it emphasizes the end purpose which exalts the one giving it. Hallelujah. So in other words, hallelujah, if you and I are out ministering and we operate miraculously, or we, we, we are used by God to uh, uh, bring about a miracle, it's really God's miracle, it's not ours, we're just a vessel, hallelujah, it will authenticate what we are doing, our purpose for being there. Accordingly, it is used dozens of times in the New Testament for what authenticates the Lord and his eternal purpose, especially by doing what mere man cannot replicate or take credit for. Of miracles and wonders by which God authenticates the men sent by him or by which men prove that the cause they are pleading is God's. In other words, signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. We've been built up on the word. Now it's time for God to use us. And we can't just make it happen. We can't just replicate it. We can't just force it. But it's God's season to use us to bring about his miracles. We're, we're the vessel. He's going to move through us like he moved through Moses. It was God's miracle to part the Red Sea. It was not Moses' miracle. Moses was the vessel. God was the power behind the vessel. He was the, the, the source of the power, I should say more specifically. Amen? Glory to God. So he's going to authenticate our ministry through the use of miracles to bring about good in the community. Hallelujah. 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 God doesn't want us to be intimidated. Don't look to you. Look to him. We are all lacking. The people you've heard about in, in the Christian world that have uh, been used to operate in miracles, amen, it's the grace of God that is active in their lives. It's not that they are so special or even better than you and I. It is the grace of God. Hallelujah. And Let's be honest, sometimes we can get caught up in so much of this day-to-day -day life that Christianity can become carnal and lacking power and lacking the expectation for miracles. And unfortunately, there's no distinction between us and the world or between us and other religions. We just wanted them other religions. But God wants us to operate in his power on this side of heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Miracles and in-house ministry. We're going to start in-house. I told you I went to a church where there were miracles in the house. It's going to start with us first. In the house. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Coming out of Matthew 10 and 1. 
This is where Jesus is summoning his 12 disciples. Hallelujah. The previous chapter, amen, he was gathering them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He also had done healings in the previous chapter. Hallelujah. He was an example. He went forth first. And now he's gathering and summoning his disciples. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And it reads, Hallelujah. Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them, and gave them authority. Authority is the right to use power. And so he gave them the right to use power and the power itself, the dunamis, the miracle worker power, over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. So it must be given to us by the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As it was given to them. And they weren't even filled with the Holy Spirit back then. He hadn't died yet. So they were anointed. They was, it was upon, he had, they, they had the Holy Spirit operating upon them, but he was not living within them. Hallelujah. We're going to skip down to Matthew uh, 10 and 5 now. Next slide. And Jesus sent these 12 instructing them, do not go among the Gentiles and do not go into the city of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now, literally what this means here is that Jesus was having his disciples start with the Israelites. Don't go to these other places. The Samaritans are half Jews and half foreign Foreigners, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. The Gentiles are like us. They are non-Jews altogether. They have no Jewish blood, hallelujah, glory to God. So how does this relate to us in uh, in-house ministries? God wants us to start here. God's patterns are the same. He wants us to start here first. He's going to start in-house first. And all that we do in the house. Once again, don't look to yourself. Look to him. I've never operated in miracles. I've never seen a miracle. You're right. We're not looking to you. We're looking to him. We're like those men filling up the water pots. We, 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 we can't bring it about. Man for thousands of years is trying to be religious and follow the law of some type to try to reach God. But God came to earth. And met man where he was. And in the case of the wedding at Cana, hallelujah, Jesus was there doing the work. He was speaking it into existence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I don't want us to look. Don't, well, we ain't got that many people here. How are we going to do this? We, we're not going to do it. He's going to do it. You go about your daily lives. He's going to meet us. He's coming to us. We're not trying to pull him down. He's meeting us. Matter of fact, he lives inside of us by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Next slide, please. Verse 7. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. 
All these are supernatural works. Jesus gave them the authority and the power. And he's going to give us the authority and the power. But it starts in here first. What does that look like? Hallelujah. It looks like nobody in the house being sick. It looks like nobody in the house dying before their time. Looks like nobody in the house in bondage. But it starts with his, it's, it's his initiative. And then we by faith must step out in what he is inspiring us to do. Amen. He can initiate it. He can inspire us. But if we don't respond to that inspiration, nothing's going to happen. He's not going to take away your free will. If I choose to be in bondage, I will continue to be in bondage until I make a different decision. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So when presented, this is kind of what he's doing through this message today. He's presenting to you his plan. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it starts in the house. Amen. Hallelujah. And it starts with us being honest. Amen. You got a weakness in the area. You're in bondage in the area. You need to be honest with your Lord and Savior about it. He already knows about it. He's just waiting on you. You're trying to hide it from him, and he already knows. <laughs> but he's waiting for you because he will not go beyond your will. So we got to stop. No, I'm not like that. I'm not selfish. I'm not selfish. Yes, you are. I'm not saying per se that anybody in here is selfish i'm using that as an example hallelujah you could be away but keep telling yourself and telling god you're not when he knows that you are we got to be honest with him and you know your areas of weakness whether you want to admit it or not hallelujah glory to god we got to be honest with him and then when we're honest with him then he can work with us amen hallelujah glory to god next slide please Ministering to the community. We talked about this last week. Amen. Covering the community in love. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. All right. I'm going to use the same scripture I used for that. Amen. This is the Amplified Classic Version, Mark 16, 15. Once again, biblical scholars out there. Amen. I acknowledge that Mark 15, 16 is not in every manuscript uh, that was out there. Amen. Hallelujah. But the church fathers over hundreds of years Hallelujah came to the conclusion that this was an inspired scripture and must be included in the canon, the Bible canon. Hallelujah. So we're going to roll with it. Amen. And it says, this is Jesus speaking to the disciples. He said unto them, go into all the world, all the community, and preach and publish openly the good news, which is the gospel to every creature of the world, the human race. So now, after Jesus is resurrected, amen, they've ministered to Israel, amen. Now let's go beyond, hallelujah, and minister to everybody, hallelujah. Let's minister to the Samaritans, let's minister to the Gentiles, to the whole world, hallelujah. Glory to God. So once, hallelujah, miracles were done in-house, hallelujah, and there's like 32 recorded miracles, amen, in the Gospels, 32, 33 in the Gospels, hallelujah. Now it's time to share that with the world. Hallelujah. We're talking about the beginning of miracles on this last Sunday of September 2021. Hallelujah. 
Next slide, please. Saints, we must go forth for demonstration and power. Church has been going out simply with words. And there have been people who have been won to Christ through words. Hallelujah. Thank God for that. There was some power in those words. But now the next level is demonstration and power. As we go out, we're going out in power. We've experienced it in-house first. Now we're going out confidently because we've experienced it. The initiative of God to bring about a miracle. Hallelujah. Now we go out in the community in demonstration and power. We're not going out here shy, scared, or intimidated. We've experienced the power of God in here first. And in this newfound confidence and faith in God, then we go out and impact the world. Hallelujah. What am I talking about? Next slide, please. 1 Corinthians 2 and 1. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. This is Paul speaking to the church at Corinth. And he says, And when I came to you, brothers and sisters, proclaiming to you the testimony of God concerning salvation through Christ, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, no lofty words of eloquence or, or of philosophy as the Greek orator might do, as an Greek orator might do at that time. The Greeks were heavy into philosophy and had great orators, great speakers who would use big words and all these other things to try to uh, persuade people to their point of view. Paul goes on to say, for I made the decision to know nothing, that is to forego philosophical and theological discussions regarding inconsequential or unimportant things and opinions while among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified and the meaning of his redemptive substitutionary death and his resurrection. In other words, I didn't get into all that other stuff, hallelujah, I came to you to talk to you about Jesus. Because people will try to distract you when you're witnessing to them, amen, and try to get you into all other kind of things. I'm not here to talk about political things. I'm not here to talk about social justice. I'm here to talk to you about Jesus. Hallelujah. Not that those other things have a place, but that, hallelujah. When we're here to talk about Jesus, we're there to talk about Jesus. Next slide, please. He says, I came to you in a state of weakness, talking about his own humanity, and fear and great trembling. All right, he, he's, he's being honest, hallelujah, about his own state of being, hallelujah. He said, and my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom using clever rhetoric or empty ar arguments, but they were delivered in demonstration of the Holy Spirit operating through me and of his power stirring the minds of the listeners and persuading them so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom and rhetoric of men, but on the power of God. That as you share the gospel, amen, it is the Holy Spirit persuading the listener to Christ. Hallelujah. And you're operating in a demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit, whatever the situation calls for. If the person is sick or the person is going through this or going through that, amen, the Holy Spirit, you're allowing to work through you both through demonstrated, the demonstrative power, hallelujah, glory to God, and through the words you're sharing, the Holy Spirit is persuading the listener 
and changing their heart towards Christ. Hallelujah. But it starts with us first. If we're in a powerless church, how are we going to go out in the community with power? A lot of churches have started with the power and no word, and you go out there and you're reckless. And yeah, some things happen and some miracles happen and all that, but you have no word as your foundation, amen. And sometimes as human beings, amen, when we start to get, you know, a little power, a little anointing or a little uh, notoriety, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, saints. It starts to go to our head. Too many of our preachers have fallen because it's gone to their head. Great preachers, highly anointed, very smart, lots of wisdom, but they have one thing in common. They're human. That's why we can't look on people with a lofty kind of view. Don't look on me like I'm somebody more than I am. I'm a human being who has many flaws that he chose to use anyway because I acknowledge my flaws and acknowledge my need for him every day. I can't do this without him. Hallelujah. Nor am I supposed to. Hallelujah. So we got to go out in power, but it starts here first. Next slide, please. I have a question, though. How does all this miracle working power thing work? Brother Pastor, you're talking a good game and all that, and you're saying the Holy Ghost is leading you to preach this today, but, you know, I'm really s skeptical. How, how does all this thing work? Because I've been living this time, and I haven't seen all this. You know, I'm, I got to get up and go to work on Monday. Let's take a look scripturally and see how this thing works. Next slide, please. Going to Acts of the Apostles, chapter 14, verse 8. This is an account of Paul and Barnabas and a man getting healed in their presence. All right, Paul and Barnabas were sent to minister to the Gentiles. All right, the other apostles were in Jerusalem or Israel ministering to them. Hallelujah. Let me say this, and you know, you may hear me say a lot of things about the Jews or the Israelites and all that, but without them, none of us would be saved. Now, by and large, uh, they have not received Christ as their Messiah, but there were a number that did, and because of that, we have the church. Okay? Hallelujah. And we want to pray for the peace of Israel, we, uh, of, of Jerusalem. We want all the Jews to be saved. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And one day they will be. Amen. According to Romans, uh, hallelujah, I believe it's chapter 16. Amen. Let's read on here. It says, while they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. Looking straight at him, Paul realized he had faith to be healed. How did he get faith to be healed? 
He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, stand up. No, I read that wrong. Paul said, Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you cause this man to rise up. You know how we do as Christians. Father, if it be thy will, I pray that this. Well, brother, pastor, that was Paul. Is Paul greater than you? Does God love Paul more than you? Does God favor Paul more than you? And, th and this is where we get stuck because we, if we're going to be honest, we really believe God's the respecter of persons. That he favors some people and not others. That God favors me over you because uh, I'm the pastor. And, and that's crept into the church and pastors have per perpetuated that teaching and understanding. That is not the case. Paul said, Paul, so Paul called him in a loud voice. He didn't say, Father, if it be thy will. He didn't say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would. No, he said, stand up. And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. Saints, the next level is where you are confident that God wants to use you and that God does want to heal people and do other miraculous things. And I'm not saying if it be thy will, amen, as a, uh, uh, what do we call that when people are learning how to ride a bike, how to training wheels. We say stand up or be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But it leaves another question. Next slide, please. What did Paul preach that would impart faith unto that crippled man? What did he preach? What did he say? He must have been hooping and hollering. And God said, ha, that thou shalt ha, jump around three times and somebody say glory. Ooh, I left that service and the, and the preacher said, glory, and I just felt so good. But there was no power. It had detained you, but there was no Holy Ghost power. You felt good. Your emotions were tingled, but there was no power. What did Paul preach? Next slide, please. Acts 13 and 38, we go back a few chapters, uh, one chapter, hallelujah, and see what Paul preached. Hallelujah, this is what Paul preached. He said, so let it be clearly known and understood by you, brethren, that through, the man, through this man forgiveness and removal of sins is now proclaimed to you. He was preaching the gospel, the removal of sins. This built faith in that man. He realized, I'm not, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, limited. I'm, it's not because sin's not going to stop me from being healed. I'm, I'm, I'm forgiven. My sins, if I believe in Jesus Christ, are removed. 
and that through him everyone who believes, who acknowledges Jesus as his Savior and devotes himself to him is absolved, cleared, and freed from every charge, every charge, every charge for which he could not be justified. Justified means made righteous. You're cleared. <laughs> from every charge oh my god through the person of jesus christ oh my god hallelujah Woo, jesus Woo. from which he could not be justified and freed by the law or through his own religious efforts of moses given and given right standing with God. Paul preached the gospel. You know why we don't see miracles? Because we're not preaching the gospel. We're preaching the law. And we're demanding from people, even when we witness, to get themselves together and come to Jesus clean instead of seeing Jesus as the cleaner. There's no power in the law. Even when Moses parted the Red Sea, they were, not, they were not under the law. It's before Sinai. They were under Abrahamic covenant. They were under grace. Saints, over the last almost nine years, God's been overturning the deep-rooted law that was been in all our hearts, including me. I remember when he told me to preach grace. It's like people aren't going to accept me, God, what I'm saying. People are so used to what they used to. Matter of fact, God, I'm still struggling with it. Let's be honest, there have been some people who have come and some people who have gone. Sometimes you're so used to what you're used to that you're just not open to God moving in a way that you're unfamiliar with. This man was sitting and listening that he was freed from every charge, every sin through the person of Jesus Christ. And it caused faith to spring up and be imparted into him and spring up, I should say. And Paul recognized that faith and in essence touched and agreed with him and said, stand up. And the man walked for the first time in his life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Saints, the more we struggle with that we have been absolved from all our sins through Jesus Christ, the less power we're going to operate in. Hallelujah. For the past nine years, the foundation has been laid, the word, for us to stand on. And now God's saying, now operate as I lead you, as I provide for you that miraculous power. But it's going to start with us here first. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Be a true disciple of Jesus Christ. Next slide. 
This is my last slide. I'm ending here. These are the words of Jesus. He says, I'm reading from the Amplified Version again. He says, listen carefully. I'm sending you out like sheep. A shepherd has sheep. Jesus is the good shepherd. Now he's sending his sheep or us out among wolves. Wolves are a natural predator for sheep. Hallelujah. We must be going out with some power if we're going to overcome in nature, which in nature is more powerful than us. All right. I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. Be wise as serpents. We know that the serpent in Genesis chapter 3 was, uh, was crafty. All right. We need the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Although we're sheep, we need, we need wisdom. Like the serpent had wisdom. All right. And innocent as doves. What does this mean? Have no selfish agenda. We can't be going out here to make our name great. To be getting money. Yes, there is no prosperity gospel. But one of the benefits of it is to be blessed Hallelujah, in every part of our lives, amen. So you will be blessed as you go out and do this, but this can't be our focus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you, hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, whatever things you are struggling with, and let's be honest with you, from me down to the youngest person here, you're struggling with something. Keep that before the Lord, what do I mean when I say keep that before the Lord? Honestly, open up your mouth and admit before God in prayer what you are struggling with, what you need help with, what you need his grace to help you overcome. Hallelujah. And we will avoid operating in selfish agendas as we minister to the community or even minister in the house hallelujah you know i have something called i am robert a brown ministries amen i have two websites and i have a podcast hallelujah and i'm only mentioning this i've never mentioned it in church over the pulpit the only reason i started that amen because he told me to he didn't tell me to do it i wouldn't have done it I'm, I'm, I, and I was hesitant to do it. He kept unctioning me to do it. So let the Lord lead you into things. And it's not like I'm making money off of this, anything like that. It's a ministry to the world. Amen. Hallelujah. It's my personal ministry outside of me operating as pastor of the Living Waters Christian Center. Amen. Hallelujah. So whatever God, if you're a singer, if you're a dancer, if you have this talent or that talent, let the Lord lead you. And it will help you to avoid the pitfalls of, hallelujah, selfishly, a, a selfish agenda that's not in line with his will. Amen. The churches that have had these miracles happened, many of them have fallen from the highest heights that they were at because some sort of selfish agenda whether it was a sexual sin whether it was a political sin 
whether it was manipulating people, whether it was stepping on people or uh, saying, feeling like you're higher than other people, or your church is the greatest church and everybody else is off. Whatever it was, there was some work of the flesh that got in the way and caused them to veer off the path of following God. So God could deal with our sins if we're honest about it. But when we start operating in this self-righteousness, then we're off on our own. Amen. So let me bring us back up. This is the beginning of miracles. And he's going to start with us in here, in this year of breakthrough. Don't look to you. Look to him. Always be honest about your own struggles, your own fears, your own concerns, your own shortcomings. Denial is the road, hallelujah, that leads away from God's will. Be honest about your struggles, no matter how much that embarrasses you. Our struggles are embarrassing. It's something we wouldn't want to admit to anybody, yet we have them. Hallelujah, glory to God. Let's keep him first. Hallelujah, glory to God. Let's get ours first in the house or if you're online, wherever you go to church or if you're with us virtually and this is your church, you consider this your church or the saints of God who are at home. Hallelujah. We got to get ours first and let him move upon us and initiate things with us. Amen. And as we are healed or delivered or, 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 or blessed miraculously, hallelujah, then we go out to the community with power. And the community nowadays in 2021 is not just on the streets, but it's online. It's on social media. I got to say this real quick. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to stop being wishy-washy Christians online. You can't put up naked pictures of yourself on one day and then preach the gospel the next. You can't be showing your backside one day and then talking about Jesus the next. We got to be consistent. Hallelujah. Doesn't mean you can't post pictures or you having fun being with your family or whatever like that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we got to be consistent because that's just life. You know, you're going out and you know that. Hallelujah. We got to be consistent. You can't be opening up your shirt and showing off your boobies because they're going to focus on that and not on your words. Hallelujah. We got to be consistent and you got to be honest. If I'm doing that because I need attention, that is your area of weakness. And you got to bring it before God and say, God, I'm lacking. I didn't get the nurturing or the attention I needed growing up. Lord, hallelujah, help me in this area so I doesn't come out, hallelujah, on social media or when I'm around other people. This is the honesty that we have to operate in so that we do not fall. Lord, I'm lonely. I'm susceptible to any man or any woman that comes up to me and says something nice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to give that to you. I'm struggling. I have a pattern of bad relationships behind me. Hallelujah. I need your help. And as we do this and we're honest, God will help us and we will see a consistency 
in the move of his power in our lives and as we minister to the community. Amen. I know it's deep. I know nobody wanted to deal with that in the past. But you know what? I'm tired of seeing the church embarrassed in public. That's all people bring up to me. Oh, you know about this one? He fell. Well, she fell. Does it bring a good name to Christ? He, I mean, he is unblemished. He's, he's Jesus. Hallelujah. But the, the church has been tarnished by a controversy over the years. And they don't know any better. The world doesn't know any better. Don't put your high hopes on human beings. Shoot, we still struggle with that. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God wants to bring about miracles. We have to, our part is to receive it and also to be honest with God about where our struggle is. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me leave you with this. God loves each and every one of you. No matter your struggles, no matter your denial, no matter what you've been through in the past, no matter what choices you made, he loves you. He loves you so much he sent his son to die for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because he deemed you worth it. He deemed you worth it. And in Christ you've been absolved of your sins. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Legally, spiritually. Yes, on earth we can still suffer for our choices. Earthly consequences. But legally, spiritually, eternally, we've been absolved. Amen. I'm done. Hallelujah. It's the beginning of miracles. I'm excited. I was so like, he gave this to me. I said, Lord, I don't know, man. Where, where am I, what scriptures am I supposed to use? Where am I supposed to go? Y'all don't understand. I'm human like you. He gives me these things. I'm like, oh boy, I got to share about miracles. Yes, do it. And then I admit to him what I'm scared about. And then he empowers me and I go on. Hallelujah. Scared about then I got received this, Lord. Go ahead and speak my word. God doesn't speak like that. I'm being a little dramatic. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Listen, you've been impacted online by this message. Amen. And you want to see the goodness of God in your life. You're a little iffy about this miracle thing, but you were intrigued by something that was said today. Amen. Especially about the part that you've been absolved. Of all your sins, hallelujah, all the charges against you have been dropped. God is not angry with you, amen, as you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. You may be thinking, well, somebody has to be punished for what I did. Somebody was punished. It was Jesus at the cross. He was punished for your sins. Amen. If you want to join the family of God, if you want to have all your sins absolved, all the charges against you dropped, hallelujah, spiritually, eternally, hallelujah, glory to God. Man may not do it, but God has, hallelujah. Say these words with me, hallelujah, and join the family of God. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment for my sins. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. And if you believe what you said is true, now say amen. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to the family of God. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Please take me to the offering slide. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, we need your help to continue to spread this gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. The gospel has to be funded. We live on the earth. The use of money is still in effect. Amen. As evil as it may be, we need your help. We need your finances, your investment to do so. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you deem it important enough, ma'am or sir, hallelujah, please choose to invest in the Living Waters Christian Center. Hallelujah. That we might continue to go forth and share the good news of people being forgiven of their sins. Hallelujah. Past, present, and future through the person of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You can do that in three ways. You can give online at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. Amen. You can make a tax deductible donation investment tithe offering if you have that revelation amen hallelujah maybe we'll get back to that teaching one day jesus was tithed unto us and in response we tithe back into the church amen that others might get saved hallelujah if that is you amen please make a donation to lwccgrace.org forward slash donations if you feel uncomfortable with the digital transactions amen you can mail in a donation to our p.o box it's p.o box 115 Amneville, New York. That's Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amneville, New York, 11701. Once again, that's Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amneville, New York, 11701. You can make a tax-deductible donation through the mail. Please don't send cash. You can write a check. Hallelujah. Money order. Hallelujah. Please don't send cash through the mail. Hallelujah. A third way, if you want to do the cash thing, you can come and see us in person. We're here at 11 a.m. every Sunday at 15 Albany Avenue, uh, 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York. 11701. We'd love to see you here. We are socially distanced as much as we can be. Amen. We have an overflow room. We have an overflow TV. Hallelujah. If we get too crowded, amen, we'll squeeze you in here in a safe manner the best way we can. Hallelujah. And you can fellowship with us and you can give in person. Amen. Hallelujah. Once again, if you want to come in person and give in person, we're at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11701. And we are having service in a safe manner hallelujah we've had no incidences of anyone catching the coronavirus and in fact corona is not welcome in here hallelujah hallelujah not welcome you must go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let me pray over these offerings. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you and praise you for the seed you've given us. We sow for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. We sow because we love you. Hallelujah. We sow because we want others to know that they are forgiven of their sins through your son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Bless our seed some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold, some a million-fold return that we might be blessed to be a blessing to others. We thank you today. We praise you. And we glorify you in Jesus' name. If you're in agreement with that prayer, just say amen. 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 So God bless you. Thank you for joining us today at the Living Waters Christian Center. Amen. We'll be back at 1130 a.m. next week. We love you. God loves you. More importantly, amen. Enjoy this beautiful last Sunday of September. Amen. Hallelujah. And we'll be back with you, I believe, it's on October 3rd. That's next Sunday. Amen. For another wonderful service where we learn more about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So God bless you. We love you. Enjoy your day. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.